This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. You're listening to The Daily Crunch. Today's story is brought to you by Comerica Bank. What keeps you up at night? Investor connections, R&D, access to capital? The business financial advisors at Comerica Bank understand how to help venture capitalists and tech companies navigate their complex needs. To learn more, visit Comerica.com tech. Member FDIC Equal Opportunity Lender. Scientists propose space-line elevator to the moon by Devin Coldaway. Fans of sci-fi and fringe tech may already be familiar with the idea of the space elevator, which is pretty much exactly what it sounds like and totally impossible with today's technology. But a pair of scientists think they found an alternative, a moon elevator, and it's slightly less insane technically. The idea of the space elevator, first explored in detail by Arthur C. Clarke in his novel The Fountains of Paradise, is essentially a tower so tall it reaches space. Instead of launching ships and materials from the surface of the Earth to orbit, you just put them in the elevator of this tower, and when they reach the top, somewhere about 26,000 miles up in geosynchronous orbit, they're already beyond gravity's pull for all intents and purposes. It's a fun idea, but the simple fact is that this tower would need to be so strong to support its own weight and that of the counterweight at the far end that no known material or even reasonably hypothetical one will do it, not by a long shot. So the space elevator has remained well on the fiction side of science fiction since its proposal. Hasn't stopped people from patenting it, though. But what if I told you that we could make a space elevator even bigger with materials available today? Uh, You'd say I'm completely unqualified to engineer such a structure, and you'd be right. But two astronomers from Cambridge and Columbia Universities think they've got an alternative. They call it the space line. The secret is in abandoning the entire concept of anchoring the space elevator to the surface of the Earth. Instead, they propose a tower or cable extending the other direction, from the surface of the moon to geosynchronous orbit around the planet. Unsurprisingly, this idea has been put out there before, as early as the 70s, in fact. But as Zephyr Penori and Emily Sanford put in their paper, we present the derivations herein as a full, standalone mathematical and physical description of the concept, one that we and authors before us have been surprised to find is eminently plausible and may have been overlooked as a major step in the development of our capacity as a species to move within our solar system. In other words, others have suggested it before, but they did the math, and it actually works out, and it might only cost a few billion dollars. The space line would be more like a skyhook than a tower, a thin, strong piece of material, think the width of a pencil lead, that extends about 225,000 miles from the surface of the moon to a safe distance above the planet, where it won't interfere with satellites or encounter our pesky atmosphere. 
Anyone interested in going to the moon would simply launch to the correct orbit height and sync up with the tip of the space line, where there would be, no doubt, a station of some kind. From there, they could use solar-powered propulsion to zip along the line, no fuel required. At the other end, they simply slow down and have a soft landing at lunar orbit or whatever surface facility we put on the regolith there. Importantly, the space line would pass through the Earth-Moon Lagrange point, where there's effectively zero gravity and no other physical interference, making construction and storage a snap. They wrote, Having only a small team of scientists and engineers at such a base camp would allow hand construction and maintenance of a new generation of space-based experiments. One could imagine telescopes, particle accelerators, gravitational wave detectors, vivariums, power generation, and launch points for missions to the rest of the solar system. Sounds nicer than the tiny lunar gateway NASA has planned, doesn't it? While the researchers say this is not idle theory crafting, it most certainly is, with the caveat that the theory is more realistic than a famously unrealistic one no one takes seriously. Still, the possibility is tantalizing now that someone has crunched the numbers. Perhaps one of these space-bound billionaires will make a moon elevator their next passion project. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.